Blog Talk Radio. Plus Model Magazine is, um, and I can kind of drop this if 
if Maddie doesn't mind, you know, we get over no. one three million unique uh, page views a month. And that's really amazing um, in the sense that we're able to reach such a a niche as far as the plus size woman. And what we do with the magazine is that, you know, you have your traditional, um, you know, we have our clients such as Ashley Stewart and Lane Bryant and, you know, names that we, we know and shop with and have shopper for years and have that relationship with. But we also have a lot of great, you know, indie designers that are coming in or new up-and-coming designers like Just As You Are, Adora Ohm, uh, you know, people like that. And what's so great about what we do, and I'm really proud of, is that we offer very affordable um, uh, rates with customized packages so that it allows the indie designers to affordably be able to advertise next to the uh, brands that are more established with with mar- larger marketing dollars and things like that. So, so if somebody can, is listening and think they don't have the budget, you're saying that there's a package for them. I I specialize in that. I really I have a very strong, obviously, marketing background, but as well as e-commerce. And one of the things that I do is I really act as an extension of their, uh, almost like their marketing department to help them get their best marketing message out there. So small businesses, one-man businesses, photographers, makeup artists, small boutiques, indie designers, things like that, if they want to get their message out and think that they can't, they need to uh, get in contact with me, and I, I can certainly help them out with that affordably. Well, that sounds good. I know every time that I have something going on in this um, in Plus Model Magazine or the blogs, I can uh, be a witness that you do get a lot of hits from being linked up with Plus Model Magazine. So it is very popular, and it does get a lot of clicks. So it's definitely worth the money. Absolutely, absolutely. It's definitely worth the investment. And so I saw on the Facebook page that a model search is coming up. Now, I know you can't give me all the details yet, but any anything we can reveal today? You jump in. Um, <laughs> well, um, we're going to be putting a model search um, that is going to be, um, it's going to be like nothing we've ever done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're partnering up. Uh, with a new client that we've you know we've never done a model search with before, we're opening it up opening it up to all sizes and all heights and all wow. ages. And um, you know it's going to be it, there's going to be three prizes, you know first prize winner, second and third of course with the first prize you know getting you know uh, the better prize, but at least it won't be just one winner. And we're really going to try to also add, take that opportunity to educate the aspiring models or the, just the models in general that are not, um, you know, signed with an agency, you know, on a contract because you won't be able to sign up if you're already, you know, signed with an agency on a contract. If you don't have a contract, you know, and if you're not a working model, then you are going to be able to uh, submit yourself. But a lot of um, what I find with model searches is, you know, it's our opportunity to really educate these girls because there's a lot of potential out there. And, you know, girls retire all the time. They have babies. They get married. They move away. They don't feel like doing it anymore. And although our industry could stand to be, you know, larger and we could definitely, you know, I would love to be able to see more, you know, brands or designers or designers opening up their plus-size, you know, marketing um, and imagery to us, but um, I would love to be able, you know, to see that. But I think that, you know, we can definitely afford to see, you know, new up-and-coming artists, you know, getting their time in the spotlight, you know, and this would be an amazing opportunity for that young woman or for those, you know, three young ladies that would win. So what are some of the uh, model submissions you see that are just no-nos? What do you not want to see and what no one should ever send to anyone ever. Don't send them to Tulin. Do not submit to Tulin for model submissions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have people trying to, you know, submit their model submissions to everyone, like, on our board, on our on our, you know, everybody on our staff. So I'm like, oh, really? Know, they just go to the master head? They just go to the master head and send it to everybody, <laughs> you know? And that doesn't help your odds because, you know, everything gets funneled right back to me anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think the best, the, my best tips are, um, number one, read the submission details 
um, you know, the description thoroughly. You know, read it from the top to the bottom. Don't be so, you know, in, in a hurry to submit yourself that you're not reading it um, thoroughly because it may have, you know, five specific, you know, pictures that we need. We can't accept, you know, high-res images. Maybe they need to be, you know, under a certain amount of, um, you know, JPEGs or whatever. So we need to be able to kind of have that, you know, that woman that can look at a, a model search entry and read it thoroughly. You know, what kind of pictures? I can't accept glam pictures. I can't accept cell phone pictures. I can't accept driver's license or, you know, government issue cards. I can't. That's not a proper submission. You know, I would rather have a Polaroid. I would rather have a regular digital from from a girl than to have you know blurry mirror pictures with a with a with a spark coming out of the mirror. You know, it doesn't it doesn't help your your chances. I can't even look at you. Now, do you get this question often? Um, how do I get uh, my start in plus size modeling? And I and I always say read Plus Model magazine. Everything is laid out for you or Google. What do you say? What what is your opinion of people that ask how to get started in modeling with everything laid out online? I think that if there, I think that a lot of people, and I don't say everyone, but I think that a lot of people are looking for the magic pill. A lot of people will say, well, if I can just, you know, be friends with this person, I'll be in and she'll teach me everything. Or if I just get one job, you know, if I get one in a courier, I'll be in. It doesn't happen that way. That's not the way it is. A lot of these girls that you see out here are, you know, they're just getting their first big jobs. But they've been working five and six years at this. Just because you are just now seeing them doesn't mean that they just started and now they just got their first big break with a big brand. These girls have been working at modeling for years and years and years, and they spend tons of money traveling and going to different places and and bringing themselves to different agencies throughout the U.S. and sending pictures and taking tests. Because the reality is, you know, that a lot lot of the way that it used to be before, you can send in a snapshot, oh, you're cute, yeah, come in, we will, you know, develop you. But there are not that many agencies that are willing to develop you right now. I think the only one right now that I know of that will develop you, like, from scratch is really uh, Susan at Images. She's really the only one that I can think of that's even willing to do something like that. Every other agency, they'll say, yeah, send a snapshot, but you have to be able, they'll send you out to test. And testing means, you know, hundreds of dollars. You have to hire a stylist. You have to have hair and makeup. You have to have the photographer, you know, and, and it's cost money. So you, this is why we say to research because you have to know going in that it's going to, it's going to mean money. You're not going to pay the agency money, but you're going to need money to get prepared. You're going to have to know how to dress. You know, you're going to have to keep yourself in tip-top shape, you know, your hair, your nails, your skin, your toes, you know, everything, your teeth. You know, yellow teeth is not going to get you anywhere. You have to have nice pearly whites. You know, let's. You know, it, it's just what it is. It's, right. And you know, so I think that that's why I say, you know, we try to put so much into the blog and in the magazine, and sometimes we try to recycle exactly what we say, because some people miss it or some people don't, you know, read it. So I put it again on the Facebook page. Like, you know, you're asking the same questions. I'm giving you the answers, and the answers are that there are no simple answers. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to be in good shape. You're going to have to have great skin, great hair, and you're going to have to learn how to take constructive criticism about yourself, which is not very easy for anybody, for anybody in any career. So you're going to be told no or told no, you're not the right one, or no because of your eyes or your nose or your hair or your height. You know what I mean? So it's pretty, you know, difficult, you know, it's pretty difficult um, industry to be in if you're not, you know, fully prepared. So that's why I say research is key number one. And then also being very professional. You know, learn how to speak. Learn how to write to people. Don't email us from, you know, double boob excel at AOL.com. Like, it just right. doesn't look right to clients. I personally, you know, I don't care. But you send that to a brand or a designer, hey, give me a chance, and it's like, you know, but my booty dot, you know, at AOL.com, they're not going to take you seriously. Right. And make you know sure I mean? that it's uh, grammatically correct and you use spell check as well. Exactly. And then the – go ahead. Feel free to Tracy Stern dot, uh, about Tracy Stern, that they could submit yeah. their questions on a monthly basis to Plus Model Magazine 
via Tracy Tracy Stern, who's been in the industry for years um, and has a wealth of knowledge. And they can submit those questions, and she'll answer them monthly. Now, besides modeling, these are two questions that I constantly get asked on, a, I swear, a daily basis. How do I get Plus Model Magazine to be a media sponsor for my events? And how do I get Plus Model Magazine to cover my events? Can we jump in? Um, I'll do the cover. Yeah, I'll do the cover event, and you do the other one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Understand that Plus Model Magazine is an advertising supported magazine. That's how we have the readership that we have, and we, of course, love to be able to get involved with different sponsorships. But we, you know, we're limited to the number of sponsors we can jump into. But I will tell you something. This goes the same thing for modeling. Put your best foot forward. Nine out of ten things that I get submitted, and I'm talking about from names, many of the things that are submitted to us is in regards to sponsorship aren't clearly laid out. They are um, not spell-checked. They're not clear. Uh, they just have expectations on sponsoring, just thinking that we'll just want to sponsor. So you have to stand out and have, you know, why should we be sponsoring your event? Who's coming? What's going on? What's your event specifically about? What are you looking to accomplish? What's the message of your event? Does that fit into what the magazine's about? Plus Model Magazine is a fashion magazine. What is it exactly that's going on? So we get a lot of submissions, but I will tell you, half of the ones that we get, I can't make heads nor tails of them. That They don't put the time into really explaining to me what it is that they're doing and what it is that they're looking for. And honestly, this is a, a mutually beneficial thing. How is it going to benefit both of us? So I think it's really key to understand how you're how you're sponsoring. Um, I'm sorry, what what kind of events you're happening and what you're looking for as far as your sponsorship. It's more than just dollars. It's explain to me what it is that uh, you're offering to me, or explain yeah. to me why I want to participate. Yeah, and along the same lines, you know, when we're going to cover events, um, you know, obviously if it's something in LA and New York, you know, and it's accessible to us, you know, that's a big plus, obviously, because we're you know, by coastal, but just because, you know, we're coastal, it doesn't mean that we're going to cover every event because the other thing that I've come across is in the last two years, everyone and their, you know, mama has been, you know, bringing up events and making up events and there's more curvy fashion shows and, you know, than I've ever seen before. And not everything, I mean, you have to think that, you you know, am I going to go and spend hours of my time, you know, going in to see something that's not well put together or that it's not something that's representative of our industry? If I'm going to cover it for the magazine, I'm going to cover something that I'm going to put out there for all of these page views to see. Do I want Vogue Curvy? Do I want The Post? Do I want all these media outlets, you know, and the people on our PR list to see What's, what these people did. You know, maybe they're just starting in out and they just have a small budget. That's fine. You know, start off, you know, with a small budget. But, I mean, we've, you know, we've seen shows where they have started with a small budget and they grow and they get better and then we jump on and we help them or whatever. But I have to kind of see a clear picture about what you're doing, who you're partnering with. You know, if you're partnering with, you know, someone that's not plus positive and that it's going to be all about losing weight, I can't be part of that because that's not the message, you know, that we give out at Plus Model Magazine. So it it has to do with, you know, us knowing that you're going to put something together that is worth us going to and that it's the message, you know, that we're also putting out there, that we can come together and, you know, help you kind of come, come along. Because, I've you know, I'm a little jaded. You know, I've partnered with some, you know, with some another organization and it wasn't the right message and I kind of just – skated by, you know, without, you know, really getting into too much of it or whatever. But, you know, I'm a little jaded from that, so I really try to make sure that I know what I'm getting into now. So now I talk and I investigate and I Google <laughs> and I research and I do my, you know, due diligence before I say, okay, I'm just, you know, going to show up. I just don't show up to everything. Right. And um, I do want to add uh, something briefly to what you two said, because I get uh, submissions for guests on Plus Model Radio, and some things are just not um, a part of our brand. Just because right. it's a big girl involved 
doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's something that's appropriate to be in the magazine or on the radio show. Like, I don't want to interview BBW strippers. Yeah, right. they, they might right. be curvy, but that's not this brand. Exactly, exactly. And we, you know, we get a lot of the, the people that don't understand that, well, we should all be included. We should all be included. You would not see a Playboy model in Vogue. You know what I mean? You would not right. see, you know, like they don't have to understand. A lot of people, I and I totally understand because they're not seeing it from a business perspective. You know, but from a business perspective, we have to stay true to our brand because that's how we're going to continue to grow. And it doesn't mean that we don't support them. It just means that we can't support them, you know, with our pages or with our views or whatever because it just doesn't go with our brand. Exactly. Now, the time went way too fast. So quickly, tell me anything coming up that we need to be on the lookout for. Mm. Lots well, I of do wanna def- Yeah, there's a lot of really great things. Um, the model search is going to be a really great one. I definitely want people to, you know, stay tuned to the blog. We're going to be giving a lot of tips. You know, Tracy's going to be giving a lot of tips, and so am I because we've gotten a lot of different brands talking about, you know, they're following models and these models are saying that they're celebrities or they're really celebrities. You know, they're very confused. They're making decisions based on Facebook statuses and tweets. And a lot of these models don't realize that they're losing jobs over this stuff. And they don't, they're not realizing how serious social media has been. So I'm going to be writing about that. And, you know, these fake celebrity, you know, all of a sudden they're celebrities because they were on a morning show. That doesn't make you a celebrity. And you're losing jobs over it. So, you know, I'm going to be talking about that, and so is Tracy. And, you know, I, we want these girls to have a really, you know, great career and great opportunity. So we have some really great information for aspiring models coming up. Well, thank you both for being on the show and, and saving me the last minute. The time went out way too fast, so we're going to have to, like, schedule something more often when you two come on the show. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk to both of you later. Okay, bye, bye Shanice. All right, bye-bye. And don't forget to check out the November issue of Plus Model Magazine right now at plusmodelmag.com. Now, our next guest is Kendra Porter. Kendra is a philanthropist-turned-stylist. She is a professional with experiences in the corporate and nonprofit sectors. Her work crosses international borders with organizations such as the Gender Development Institute's Climate Change Mitigation and Adaptation Summit in Ghana, where she served as a delegate focusing on global warming and its effects on gender roles, and the Youth Institute of Science and Technology in West Africa, where she recently served as administration consultant and helped open its elementary and high schools. She has served Served as an advisor to Stroke of Hope Foundation, a nonprofit devoted to support stroke survivors and their families, as well as been a guest speaker for Harvard School of Business, the Harvard School of Education, and the Meeting and Events Management Association. Prior to working in nonprofit, Kendra worked in sports and entertainment, managing promotions for Sony Music Distribution, Woo Bear Productions, and Good Intentions Promotions. Where she produced concerts and media tours for artists from Beanie Man to Jewel. Given the opportunity to realize her own dreams, she decided to take a leap of faith and open Honor You, a personal image agency created specifically for full-figure women in March 2011 based in New York. Her mission is to help women honor their size, their shape, and themselves by teaching them that all sizes are not created equal and less welcome Kendra to the show. Hi, Kendra. How are you? Evening, Shanice. How are you? Good. Now, thank you so much for being on the show. Now, I have to say your bio is quite impressive, and I had to cut out um, (laughs) a lot of things, but I'm very impressed. So why did you decide to transition into the fashion uh, industry? You're building schools in in (laughs) Africa and helping people live a better life. Why do you want to come to the the dirty world of the fashion industry? The dirty world of fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first let me say thank you very much for having me on the show. Um, It's such a pleasure. But um, truth be told, I had 
I had taken a position. I actually moved back to New York in 2008 and had taken a position here um, as a director for a college doing all of their fundraising and, and alumni relations. We had a turn of events and got a new president, and in the end, and the, you know, being left out of a job um, when I came back. And so New York State actually has a program, and I received a grant from the county for um, education and entrepreneurial uh, services. So I was able to do the program and, you know, within 16 weeks, launch the business. Um, and it was really, at that point in time, um, a dream that I had had for some time, probably since college, um, looking really to do plus-size retail just because I've always – I stand 5'10", 6'2", in heels, and, you know, jeans have always been an issue, and I want to do retail. But when I really looked at what that overhead cost would be, what that really means for my pocket in the end, <laughs> mm -hmm. it just made sense to do the same services that I want to do in retail in an image consulting business. Um, and so I had that opportunity to be able to really focus my efforts on that. So um, your new business, Honor You, is a personal image agency. Now, when I think of agency, I think um, representing other people. Is that what it is, or is that totally off? No, it is. It's. I mean, it's representing other people, but it is um, personal styling. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you have – there are people who say, I'm an image consultant, I'm a stylist, I'm this, I'm that. And really – for me, it's about working one-on-one -on -one with an individual, um, helping them really create an image, whether that's a professional image or, you know, or looking at, you know, I don't have, I don't know what my style is. I just kind of sort of, you know, grab and go. Um, and really helping them develop a style based on their personality, based on their lifestyle, and looking at all of the things that encompass their life and their roles in their life to be able to then, you know, present that in a form of fashion. So what of all what are all the services you provide? Like if I want to hire you, um, what what's my options? So generally, what I do is I walk people through a series of steps, um, and then you know people can pick and choose. But initially, I come in and I do an assessment with individuals to figure out, you know, where where do you normally shop? What have your strengths been? What do you like or dislike about you know your body about colors? Um, you know, where do you find you struggle? And then to try and figure out, okay, well, how do we build, you know, a wardrobe based on that um, and based on what their lifestyle is? So then we'll go and we'll do, I can do a complete wardrobe assessment, which then is, you know, having people try on all of their, literally everything that's in their closet and, you know, making process to, okay, this works, this doesn't, you know, this is to keep, this is to go. And then looking from there to say, okay, you know, can we use what's currently here to revamp, you know, what are some items that are missing, what are some items that we can add, and really looking at, you know, their personality and, and adding flavor to that. Um, and so I do that, and we'll do personal shopping. So whether I shop for a client or whether they come with me and we do shopping together to really help them understand the process of shopping and why I choose the things that I do for them. And then, you know, in the end, sometimes it comes down to a closet reorganization because most people, you know, sometimes we have, as women, we have way too many things. Right, I'm one of them. <laughs> that could fit into a closet, and nobody ever wants to take the time to say, you know what, let me just take the day or a couple hours or do a little here and there. It's, you know, we'll put that on the back burner, and I'll get to that next season. And the next season comes, and it's back to the same deal, so... So besides working one-on-one um, -on -one, uh, to build an image, you're also a wardrobe stylist on photo shoots, and I know you recently worked with Plus Model Magazine, right? I did. I had um, initially uh, Stephanie Allen was actually the lead stylist for that shoot, um, and that was their August issue. And she had reached out to me, um, oddly enough, on Twitter because we had never met, and we sat down one day to really just kind of sort of talk and look at how we could possibly partner. And so I had asked her, I said, you know, would there be an opportunity for me to kind of sort of see what goes on on the editorial side of things um, and to look at doing that as well. And so that was probably my first foray into being a wardrobe stylist. Um, and it was exciting. You know, everybody knows, of course, because Maddie was just on the phone, Plus Model Magazine, and their team is absolutely great. Everybody was really welcoming and kind of sort of took me through the steps of, you know, this is what I do, this is how this works, um, and just, really uh, a family group. 
And now, besides working on the magazine, you also are involved in another exciting project. You're working with Stacy Clinton from TLC's What Not to Wear. Now, tell us what you're doing with Stacy. <laughs> Um, okay, so Stacey London from What Not to Wear on TLC. Oh, I'm sorry. I said the wrong name. Because <laughs> it's Stacey, right. It's Stacey London and Clinton Kelly. Um, but oh. Stacey, <laughs> no worries. Um, Stacey has her own, um, her own agency called Style for Hire. Um, and most recently, some people may know, um, she did a workshop this past weekend or past two weekends ago um, for Style for Hire where she will train stylists. Um, and so you are personally trained by her for the workshop. And based on what she sees and potential that she sees in some of those stylists, she will hand select a group of those people to then ask to join her company, Style for Hire. Um, and I had done the workshop back in August and, you know, was selected and honored um, to be part of the group. And so you've been traveling around with her uh, tour, right? I have. Um she also she's doing a number of things out on her own now. Um, while the season's in its nice season, um, she's doing some things and has her own production company and, and you know style for her as well. Um, she is also the new editor in style for Westfield Malls, um, which are you know one of the name malls in the country. She did a we did what nine events um, across the country. We did three on the East Coast um, between New Jersey and in New York and Connecticut, um, and then, you know, kind of sort of moved west between uh, Washington, and then we were in California for a number of weeks. Um, and so I had the opportunity to do that, um, and it was it was phenomenal. You had people come out, um, you know, and sit in the malls, and we would do many consultations. So we would pull items from all of the different stores. Um, and because of my focus in plus sizes, working with the other stylists there, you know, was really able to pull a solid foundation of, okay, here's what we're doing for plus, and this is kind of sort of, you know, really what would work, and helping people. And so you're being inclusive and not letting people feel like, okay, you know what, I'm coming to this, and they're showing me items from all the other stores in the mall, but I can't fit it. Right. You know, how do we translate what's in the magazine, what's, you know, what we see in ads to something that's relatable, and where do we go to get that? And so I was able to be able to do that with them. Now, you have two other projects I read about in your bio coming up. Um, one is called Fashion Fridays, and then, two, you're partnering with Nordstrom Racks. Now, tell me the exciting things you have on the horizon. Oh, that's, you know, those are two um, incredible opportunities that I've had um, fairly recently. God has blessed me, truth be told, with these incredible opportunities since I've started. And um, Nordstrom Rack actually came out of the fact that Nordstrom was doing, they're now adding plus sizes to their stores. And I had gone to um, a store here in, in New York and was really disappointed by what they had in stock. Um, and out of that came a conversation with their manager um, who reached out to me um, as well as, you know, going back and forth with headquarters in Seattle to say, okay, well, what is it that plus sizes are really looking for? Because there is this vicious cycle where, you know, stores will pull, either either they'll pull their plus line and, and things will be online or they'll just pull it all together and then we don't have a place to shop. Or, you know, customers don't shop because they feel like there isn't a good selection. And so it becomes this vicious cycle because, you know, stores are saying, well, they don't shop, so why should we bother stocking anything? And we, of course, don't shop because you don't stock anything that we want. Right. You know, so it's really about trying to have a communication with, you know, with their customers and with their clientele as well as, you know, saying, okay, this is really what we want. How do we have that dialogue? How can we have a conversation with you, with your buyer, um, to be able to provide that feedback so that we can then have, you know, a good shopping experience. And so what uh, are you doing with the store? So uh, here in Westchester, um, there's a there's only a couple of Norton racks, and all of them at this point are not carrying plus sizes. Mm -hmm. um, so you'll have – there's one in Long Island that does. There's one in Bergen County, New Jersey. Here in Westchester, um, we're the only New York store that, other than Long Island. Um, I will be doing an event with them, um, and we're actually tentative on the dates. It's either December 3rd or uh, the December 10th date. Um, to do a private shopping event for the plus consumer um, to really highlight what's in stock and for them to be able to give them
some feedback as to, you know what, these are things that we really like or these are some things that we would love to see. So, for instance, I was at the store today having a conversation with them, and out of the entire stock there were probably about three skirts. Mm. You know, as a woman going into a store saying, okay, well, you know, let me see what they have, what can I buy, you know, there's a limited selection based on the space. And so it's, okay, well, how do we use that space effectively and efficiently? Um, and I think it is having that conversation with their consumers because Nordstrom doesn't do advertising like other retailers like Lord & Taylor or Bloomingdale's or any of that. A lot of what they do is word of mouth. And so if you know Nordstrom Rack doesn't carry plus sizes, you generally won't shop there. But now that they are, how do you know that they have it? You know, how do, you, how do they know what you want because you haven't been there in so long? Right, so, right. Well, that's definitely exciting that you're giving them some feedback of, uh, so they can improve. So anything else coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Um, there is. Uh, they, I have. I do have. Um, I'll be guest hosting um, Fashion Fridays on uh, 1490 AM, um, which also can be heard online as well, which is WGCH. Um, and I'll be doing a segment specifically with plus sizes on there. And... Um, Sometime this fall, and I still, I'm, st- I still can't tell. But I'm like, oh, but we're in the fall television season already. Um, I will be on air uh, this later this fall, um, and so I will definitely keep you abreast as to when you can see me on television. Well, excellent. And tell us your official website uh, to book you as an image consultant. Um, you can reach me at kendraporter.com. So it's K-E-N-D-R-A-P-O-R-T-E-R. Uh, that's KendraPorter.com. And then, you know, people can follow me on either Twitter or Facebook. Um, it's both at Honor Your Style. Um, so my motto is Honor Your Size, Honor Your Shape, Honor You. And it really is a bit about embracing, you know, who you are as a woman. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and I look to see big things from you because you're so accomplished. I know you're going to do big things with the full-figure market as well. Well, thank you so much, Shanice, for having me. It's been a blessing to be on the show. All right. Well, keep in touch, and I'll be looking for you on TV. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And last but definitely not least is Elise Windishman. As an entrepreneur, educator, and top model, she has played a leading role in building a diverse and inclusive fashion industry. She initiated Walk the Catwalk, a groundbreaking advocacy campaign that was the first organization in the world to link the singular sample size with the lack of diversity in fashion media. Lee's encourages fashion schools, designers, and magazines to change her their practices by creating and embracing a variety of sample sizes. She is a frequent lecturer on modeling, media, and self-esteem, and in 2006, she created the seminar How to Become a Model for the Learning Annex and hosted a one-hour television version of it for Canadian Living Television. She currently serves as director of the Ben Barry Agency and is a frequent media commentator on diversity the fashion industry, and body image. She has been featured in interviews in Flair, Lush, Canadian Living, TV Guide, the Toronto Star, and the National Post, as well as on Entertainment Tonight, Canada, Canada AM, In Fashion, CBS News in Chicago, and Global News. She has enjoyed a long and successful career as a top model, and she has starred in numerous worldwide print campaigns, frequent television modeling appearances, numerous editorials, and she is currently Lulu's Magazine Online 14 Plus Fashion Editor. Let's welcome Lise to the show. Hello, Shanice. How are you? I'm wonderful. Now, am I pronouncing your name right? I always yeah. mispronounce you it. You got both of them bang on. I'm so impressed. I know it's a, a mouthful, the, lo- the last name, but you did a great job. Well, thank you so much. Now, you have, you've been on the show before, and the last time you were on the show, you were talking about Walk the Catwalk. So is that still um, a project that you're working on, or has that kind of been pushed to the back burner with all your new things? Well, it's, I guess the philosophy of Walk the Catwalk is basically in everything I do now. So mm-hmm. 
I don't specifically go out and say, oh, this is a walk the catwalk project, but I every day push diversity in fashion. I'm now co-director of Ben Berry Agency with my business partner, Ben Berry. And so I feel like that we take the whole philosophy of walk the catwalk and, uh, you know, put it to good use every day at our agency. We push um, diversity in fashion of size, height, ability, um, cultural background. So we're always sort of talking about that sample size and urging designers to rethink how they think. So we walk the catwalk, we walk it every day pretty much. Right. Now tell me more about the Ben Berry Modeling Agency because it's not the typical modeling agency, right? Right. Um, Ben started it when he was really young, which I always think is amazing. He was a 14-year-old kid who, you know, didn't think it was right that a friend of his was rejected for being too big. So he took it upon himself to submit her to a magazine and then when the magazine called back and said are you her agent he just said yes and thus started the agency and um, you know he started it with the philosophy that all sizes are beautiful and real people should see be able to see themselves in the models on the runway so together we've you know we've partnered up and we've been partners for the last couple of years and we're really making a point of especially for the plus sizes. We don't like to say just plus sizes. I like to say for curvy sizes because we're trying to encourage those in-between sizes for women who don't get to model, you mm-hmm. know, 10, 12. Um, and we're also trying to attract more diversity in plus sizes because we find a lot of companies go to the smaller end and we're trying to scout women who are 16, 18, 20 and higher. So say you're looking for more diversity, do you seek and represent models that don't have industry stats? We do. It's, um, you know, we're trying to say not everyone has to be, especially for a plus size, you don't have to be a size 14 and, you know, be 5'10". We're trying to find right now uh, a petite plus model. We've been actively trying to find someone because I think that's really important. If the average size woman in North America is a 5'4", Mm-hmm. I would like to find a model to represent that woman. Now, are you looking and represent models that's just in your area? For instance, I'm in Los Angeles. If I wanted to submit to be a model, could I do so? Well, we do have, yeah, if you go on our website, you can uh, submit info at com. Mainly for people in Canada, it's easier for us to obviously develop and train someone who's close to us so we're more open to newer models. Mm-hmm. Um, in the U.S., we do have a lot of uh, ladies from the U.S., and a lot of them have more of a, a portfolio built up as it's as we know they're already developed because we want to make sure if somebody from our agency goes out to a job, they walk like a million dollars and they, and they pose like a million dollars and um, that they can go runway ready somewhere. So sometimes it's right. easier to have some people closer to us for that development. Now, besides working with the agency, you recently created On the Curve events. Now, tell me more about that. Well, I've been in the fashion industry now for almost 20 years. And when I first started, there were magical events for all sizes and a lot of plus-size events. And then I guess, you know, recession and the economy slowed down and everything started dwindling. And it's been my dream for many years to start doing events, especially in Canada, for curvy women because there's really nothing happening here um, in that regard. And being on Twitter and Facebook, you see all the amazing events happening in New York. So Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to make it a point to have that happen here. Mm -hmm. And part of our goal with the agency was scouting and developing, you know, several plus-size models and curvy models who are in the straight-size range in order to have a great range of women for our shows. So uh, basically I want to do about three to four shows starting off uh, throughout the year. I'm aiming to get them Canada-wide. Right now we're starting in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And uh, our first show is called The Time Is Now, and it's Tuesday, November 15th in Toronto. And then I aim to have bigger shows throughout the year, as well as seminars and designer Q&As and intimate, fun gatherings for the curvy crowd. So do you have to be signed by the Ben Berry Agency to participate as a model in your fashion show? Well, this one, we have all our models in the show. 
Um, but going forward, if I'm going to put on a very big show one day, which is my goal, uh, I will be incorporating different models. Um, so that would be something if I'm going to put an open call out to somebody, uh, if I was looking, I would for sure uh, let the Curvy community know that. Now tell us about the first event you uh, mentioned briefly, the time is now. So tell me, well, first of all, the time is now. I know that title <laughs> is significant. Yes. It, well, it, I was thinking uh, of a name for the show, and then in the car I said, well, we just got to do the show now. I just have to do it now. There's no more waiting. So I just decided to call it The Time Is Now because, you know, we can say, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. But eventually I said, <laughs> it has to be done. I have to start it. So um, we are doing it. We have five great companies in it. We have Tony Plus, Lola and Gigi, Gussied Up, Stephanie Bazaar, and Ali Style. And the point of the shows, too, is I want to represent all curvy women. I want to get the curvy women who are those in-between sizes that I call the forgotten women. Mm-hmm. So the shows will feature size straight sizes 12 to 20 as well as plus sizes 14 plus to 24 plus and up. Because mm-hmm. I think there's that, that forgotten shopper there, and I don't want to leave her out of anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who are some of the sponsors for this event and some of the designers involved? I know you mentioned a few. Yeah, well, we have wonderfullolaandgigi.com, mm-hmm. um, and they have an amazing array of um, dresses and separates and wonderful coats um, in a size 12 and up. Tony Plus is another amazing Canadian company with several locations in Canada, and they offer uh, designer clothing in a 14 to 22 Gussied Up is an amazing boutique that uh, recently opened this year in Toronto, and she has a full range of plus sizes, but she also specializes in a lot of the junior sizing, which is great. So she has that full range uh, for those in-between sizes. And then we have Stephanie Bazaar, who's an independent designer, and she's created a collection specifically for our show. And she's great because she also starts at a 10, 12 and goes up through plus sizes. So she's, she's offering a big range for everybody. And and then Alley Style is a wonderful company that started up this year as well, and she offers a range of size 12 to 22 in you know bold colored separates that are really easy mix and match pieces. So and all all of these companies are um, in Canada, correct? Well, yes, um, they are in Canada. They are all online. If you go to our website onthecurveevents.com. You can click on any of them, and they do have mail order services. Um, some of them do. And um, you can see a lot of their collections um, on the, their websites, which are fantastic. Mm, awesome. And now, besides doing the show and being with the agency, you're also blogging. Now, tell me about your uh, Lulu's 14 Plus blog. I absolutely love this. It's it's sort of I can reach out to the Kirby community in so many ways. It's such a blessing and it's so fun. I've been working for Lulu for about two years now, and I post uh, information twice a week for um, you know the Kirby community, and I just cover things worldwide. It might be you know fashion shows that are happening in another country that maybe you know the North American community hasn't heard about or a new line. So I always try to share information in there. So if anyone ever has anything that they think would be inspiring to uh, the web community, they can drop me a line. Or they can visit onthecurveevents.com and drop me a line there if they like. Awesome. Now, I think I got everything covered, but do you have anything else coming up we can be on the lookout for? I don't see how you would have the time to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much time right now. But um, if, if we do have a couple tickets left. We have a few tickets left, so if anyone is still interested in the um, Ontario, Toronto, Ontario area, they can email us at on the, info at onthecurveevents.com. But um, I will be having more events coming up in the future. So if people just check back to the website or to our Twitter page, which they can find on our website, I will be sure to tell everybody about our future events. And tell us all of your official websites. Well, we have um, onthecurveevents.com. You can go to uh, walkthecatwalk.com. Leaseweb, that's L-I-I-S web.com. And you can find out more about our agency at benberry.com. 
just a few. <laughs> Right. Well, they're all fabulous, and everyone should check all of them out. And oh, I'm so excited! So I'm like so excited at what you're doing in Canada. I think it's fabulous, and I don't I don't know if I told you this before, but I have cousins in Canada, oh, and I really? want to say they're in Toronto. I'm not sure, but I've never been to Canada before, and I need to come up there and maybe uh, participate in one of your events. So I'll host Perfect. something you for have you. To. That would be amazing. And then see my cousins in Canada for the first time. There you too. go, and then and then you can they can come to the show too. <laughs> yeah, sell some tickets for you. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, thanks again, and again the show is uh, November fifteenth. November fifteenth in Toronto, yes. In Toronto, and you can purchase tickets online and at the door, or just online. Uh, we have a few left, so if anyone is still interested, they can email us at info at onthecurveevents.com, and uh, we can get back to them and let them know if we still have some seats left. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and definitely keep me posted with your upcoming events. Thank you so much, and I appreciate what you do with the radio show. It's fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay, you have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. And thank you to all of my fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next week and we'll have more Plus Industry Professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on the show or being a guest, visit the website at plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join the fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Plus Model Radio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.